2: Perfect for Ash Wednesday. Kind of mellow. It is 7-13, and it's going to be hot today. I don't know if you're outside yesterday or not, but it was warm. Highs of 84 today, 84 tomorrow, 84 Friday. Do you notice the theme here? 84 Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then we'll get close to March. So I think the cold weather, we we might be getting ready to say farewell to that forever. Well, not forever, until Next winter, but then again, who knows? Ed Shervinack joins us, professor of political science at UNO, to talk about the recall, my alma mater, UNO. How are you, Ed?
1: I'm fine, Tommy. How are you this morning? I'm
2: well, sir. Did you have a good Monte Gras? Uh,
1: yes, we did. Uh, the wife and I, we were out celebrating in the French Quarter yesterday.
2: Did you see any great costumes?
1: So we always see a lot of great costumes, There's a lot of creative people out there.
2: The the Chinese satellites would have to be my favorite, just based on the topicality of it and the originality. All right, so let's talk about the recall. The big day is here. Um, the task to get a politician recalled in Louisiana is not an easy one, is it?
1: No, it's not. Uh, Particularly, you know, particularly in big cities, uh, it's difficult because you've got to collect, you know, tens of thousands of signatures. Now, uh, the legislature did recently reduce the threshold from 33% to 20%, so that made it a bit easier. But still, it's a tall task.
2: So, percent of what? Because there we are with talk about that if you will at uh, the litigation sure. that's pending.
1: Sure. That. Uh, the recall requirement by the state is that you collect 20% of active registered voters in, in your parish or your city. Um, so there are about 200, 276,000 registered voters in Orleans, so that equates to nearly 50,000 signatures to be collected um, by the recall effort. Now, there is some pending uh, litigation uh, there are claims that the Secretary of State's voter roll is, has been purged properly. That the number of registered voters is inflated by about thirty thousand, as a result of people moving, um, people you know dying. Uh, And so they would like to see – the recall effort folks would like to see uh, the number of registered voters decrease, and that would basically give them a buffer in terms of the number of signatures that they are submitting today.
2: Is it midnight today? I know they're going to have a – they set a second line and – um, to, to drop no,
1: the, I, no no it's it's before business uh, day so I think they are dropping off the signatures at 3 p.m. today and then they're going to hold a second line afterward.
2: So what happens procedurally after this with the register our voters is it both working simultaneously does the register our voters work on it and then submit it to the secretary of state.
1: So basically now, once they submit the signatures, there will be a five-day period where voters can either add their name or they can remove their name from the petition. Then the uh, Orleans Parish Registrar will have 20 days to validate all of the signatures. Uh, Once that's done, and they have basically said that, yes, they have uh, met the threshold, then it goes to the governor who issues uh, a proclamation for an election and then decides on the date for the election on the recall.
2: They've done a pretty good job, as most recall efforts go, um, at least as far as what they've said of collecting signatures. And from what I understand, they've been vetting these signatures as they go, right?
1: That's correct. Um, that's what they've been saying, is that they've been uh, trying to validate them, them uh, themselves you know, before they submit the the signatures to the orleans parish registrar Uh, and you're correct this is a real victory because a lot of people myself included didn't really give them much of a chance and to be able to collect uh, those signatures in that six-month period of time Uh, but you know they were able to raise money they were able to you know mobilize people on a grassroots level Um, even right up to yesterday they were you know holding signing parties throughout the parade route you know they've held signing parties at people's homes so uh you know they've done a good job
2: the mayor's behavior has been interesting during during the recall <laughs> effort it's it's been interesting really since she was elected but um i, I don't know i guess defiant would be the way to describe it and well that's
1: you know uh that's one way to define the mayor is is defiant and um Actually, they've more than less likely been ignoring the recall effort. They really haven't spoken much about it um, you know they didn't really want to give it any legitimacy so now we'll have to wait and see uh if they've got enough signatures um, then we'll have to wait and see how the mayor responds um, uh, because now, if they do have the correct number of signatures, then we move into campaign mode uh and it's just you know it's either going to be. You're for LaToya Cantrell or you're against her.
2: So the final word is the Secretary of State?
1: final word is the Orleans Parish Registrar. Okay. and are the then, other one is betting the signatures.
2: And then at that point, the Secretary of State gets involved to call for the election?
1: No, no, no. It's the governor who calls for the election.
2: So the Secretary of State, the only uh, hand they have in this is to make sure that the Voters or the the people that signed the petition, or or are that the list of registered voters is accurate?
1: That the the it's the, it's the local registrar that will validate the signatures, and then from there it will go to the governor.
2: So the so secretary, secretary of state doesn't secretary really have
1: doesn't have much of a role
2: here, other than um, I guess being named in the suit, right?
1: That's correct, because they they're in charge of the voter file for the entire state. Uh, And so, yeah, they are a party to the lawsuit.
2: Let me take a break. We'll pick it up here. We'll come back. If you all have any questions or comments about the recall, because there is going to be a couple of different steps to this. People, I think, under the impression that if the signatures are approved that the mayor's out of office, that's not the case at all. Then there is an election to determine whether or not the mayor should be recalled. And when we come back, we'll talk to Ed about, well, what happens if that election is held and the mayor is recalled? What happens then? Who runs the government? And... Are there any likely challengers? I think J.P. Morrell, who is the president of the council, said he does not intend to run for mayor. So we'll talk about that when we return. Again, 504 260 If you have any questions or comments on this Ash Wednesday, is going to be hot. Highs in the mid-80s, which is not summertime hot, but it is definitely February hot. 7.20, time for traffic, WWL. 724 and a half, Tommy Tucker, WWL, Ash Wednesday, February 22nd, the day that the signatures are due for the recall attempt with uh, American Cantrell, Ed Chervenak, professor of political science at my alma mater, UNO. Our guest, and Clancy Dubose, said, UNO built the middle class of the city. UNO. Is also uh, claim, can also claim Newell Norman as a proud alum, as well as Diane Newman. A lot of people that work here at WWL, so I'm proud to have graduated from there. Ed, let me talk about um, this recall effort and the mayor, and, and it, it created some publicity, a stir over the weekend, her telling the crew of talks that they were number one, so to speak. Um, that didn't really surprise <laughs> That didn't really surprise me because she's, she's not a, a polished woman in, in a lot of different ways, and she can get kind of street, and um, I guess she showed us who she was a long time ago. Will, will that have any last, uh, give the recall effort a bounce, in your opinion, at all toward the end? I,
1: I, I think, you know, that the recall folks will just point to this as another episode um, in their argument that she's not fit for office, that this, you know, speaks directly to her character. That it's it's in addition to you know her inability to run city government, um, there are questions about her character.
2: Um, do do you think it'll affect? Do they get a bump from that at all, or does it all get caught up in Mardi Gras? Uh,
1: I don't know. It's, it seems like it's. Been covered uh, by a lot of uh, news, uh, you know, news outlets. So um, it's it's out there, and I, I suspect that you know I don't know if they're like going to use it or not, or if mm-hmm. it'll convince people to, to sign or or not. But um, it's certainly out there.
2: All right. So if there is an election that is held, do you have any time frame on that to to recall the mayor? Uh,
1: well, we're going to be holding statewide elections on October 14th. So uh, I suspect that the go- if if the signatures are there and the, and the governor issues this proclamation, that that would be the date that he would select, um, right. rather than having a special election, because then that would cost uh, that would cost money for the the parish to hold the election.
2: So now she's close to completing her second year of term. If October is the election, um, what happens to city government in between? She just is she a lame duck until then? Is um, does she continue the to fight mayor. with the council? I mean, okay. does anything change?
1: No, nothing changes. You know, uh, as long as you know she's still the duly constituted mayor, she has all the authority and power to make decisions as the mayor. So she- now, if comes October fourteenth and then she's voted out, uh, <clears throat> then we'll have an interim mayor. One of the two council presidents then assumes the mayoralty, uh, and then they're they continue to be mayor until the next mayoral election.
2: So she got $6,700 in her campaign finance account, according to reports from NOLA.com. Does that mean she cuts back on her image consulting, or or does she – how important is that campaign finance amount because she, in essence, is going to have to mount another election
1: campaign? Uh, She's going to have to mount another campaign. She's going to have to target voters, do neighborhood canvassing, advertising, the whole thing. <clears throat> Excuse me, and as you know, that costs money and she does not seem to have it at least according to her last campaign finance report. We don't know how much money she's raised in the last several months. but um, she seems to be lacking in resources. Um, and I haven't <clears throat> seen any polls that show her anywhere near majority support uh, when it comes to you know job approval. So uh, right now she's at a deficit.
2: So what's different? between now and when she ran for a second term, uh, whether it's people that are going to be motivated to either run for mayor, uh, back people that are running for mayor to oppose her, she'll have two years left on the term. How do you see this all playing out, and do you have any, any candidates or any people out there that you're hearing that might be interested in the job? Because there, there didn't seem to be many back, I guess, a year ago or a year and a half ago now because there wasn't the financial backing, right?
1: Right. Yeah. um, You know, if she is recalled, as I mentioned, one of the council presidents becomes mayor, and then uh, the next mayoral election, anyone can run except for Latoya Cantrell. She would not be able to run again for her office. And the the name that's out there, the most prominent name that's out there in terms of uh, the next mayor would be Helena Moreno. Um, everyone seems to agree that, she, you know, she's probably in the best position uh, to become mayor next time around.
2: Well, apparently, I guess I'm thinking people weren't that upset two years ago or mo- that motivated to find somebody to run against her. I just don't know if the ad- – at do, do you think – does your gut tell you that the mood of the city has changed that much or that people would be that motivated to get her out of office?
1: You know, when uh, I can say from our quality of life survey that the mood of the public is, is down, very down. I mean, we haven't seen numbers uh, in terms of, you know, life satisfaction and, and concern about the city since the 1990s. So that tells me that, that people are really upset about what's
2: going on out there. Be interesting to see what happens. Thank you. I appreciate your insight. Professor of Political Science, my alma mater, UNO, Newell Norman's as well. 7:30 time for WWL First News. When we come back, we'll talk about child care costs and how big of a concern that is for Louisiana parents right now. It's time for WWL First News. For that, we'll go to Ian Ozan.